You're listening to the Unreasonable Fridays Podcast Network. I keep trying to understand what is like the deal. Like I keep trying, like I don't, I don't, I don't know Harry Potter. You, you want to know what too? The you know what the uh, one of my friends was telling me about because one of my friends has been following like content about the game without playing the game, right? And like not not like watching streamers, etc. Right, but like. It's not a good game. Um, right. Like, 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 uh, like it's actually like remove the anti-Semitism and racism and trans antagonistic everything about the game. Remove all controversial shit about the game, right? Right. Imagine none of that exists. Like, like it doesn't change the game story narrative, whatever. The game on a technological level is bad. Like, it is actually a bad game. Like, it is not good. All right. I mean, I haven't. The, I haven't. Game, the gameplay is not good. I Listen, I mean, it's news to me. I haven't paid any mind to it. I think yeah, I, well, I don't think I, I don't think I think I have not looked at it in. I have not looked at it in motion um at all i think maybe i saw like a review of it half of a review of it when it first came out so that's news to me yeah it's it's uh actually just very bad um hold on i'm 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 looking. I just had a very long impromptu conversation with somebody about it because um, one, they're they're a delightful person, and two, they. Uh, <laughs> I had to I had to change my Discord status to fuck Harry Potter, fuck JKR, because people thought it was fine to send me messages about the game in a positive light. Right. Like nothing like, oh, this game is great, but they'd be just like like somebody sent me a screen like I got you know, I got sent screenshots. Which is weird because you've never say anything good about I've never known you to say anything about good about Harry Potter for as long I as I've known you. Don't like Harry Potter. Right. I have never liked Harry Potter. What I like and what I have liked and I still like overall. And though right now parts of it are very sus is a Harry Potter fandom. And the funnier part about this is there are people who are not part of the fandom TM who are the ones defending this game so hard. None of the Harry Potter fans that like like live in fan fiction and have their whole house covered in Harry Potter type shit fandom people I know are like, play this game. They're like, fuck JKR, don't play this game. Right. Like the card carrying like folks who um were got their Pottermore and were cursing at Pottermore saying, Fuck you, I'm not that, I'm this. Hmm. Uh because <laughs> there's a sorting hat on the Pottermore website, you see. Um, fuck you, I'm not that. I'm I'm this one hundred percent of the way. 
you can't tell me I know the book better than you. Um, <laughs> are like fuck JKR and fuck Harry Potter. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, it's all these waffly people on Harry Potter who are like, but Harry Potter, my childhood. Nigga, you didn't care about that shit two months ago. What the fuck? You're just on the FOMO train. Go fuck yourself. Mm. I um I said it in the Discord. I think uh I as black folks, right? Like we're well, you know, I think you you're all raised by um a problematic white creative. Somewhere along the line, some seminal thing that helped raise us. It was created by a problematic white person. Um, usually that white person is like away being like a sneaky bigot. Um, you know, donating to bigot stuff. You know, being, you know, bigot Cobra Commander off in the cut, though. I don't know why this is so common, but it just is. Right. I mean, like, we didn't, we didn't look. So, like, when we were kids, we let white people make whatever. And we didn't ask no questions. We didn't know what questions to ask. We didn't even know to feel some kind of way. We were just like creative stuff, escape stuff, fantasies. Great. I'm new to fantasy. This seems fantastical, you know? And off we went. Um, J.K. JK Rowling is present and accounted for. She is an active troll in, you, on the internet. Do you know that Greg Ellis voices 12 of the characters in the game? Yeah. He that uh he, yeah he, he the did. one who has a white supremacist podcast yeah who uh broke my fucking heart because he voices Cullen oh yeah they had to swap him out they took him off Dragon Age right they take him off they took him off Dragon Age for that shit oh yeah he's coming he's gone yeah he like they're never hiring him back right as they should yeah yeah um, they're gonna if they come out with a legendary edition they're gonna have to revoice him um. Intriguing, um, but yes. Like I'm gonna. I mean, I'm going. They might not, but I'm going to need them to. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand. His voice acting is iconic with Cullen. It's actually some of his best voice acting work. Yeah, uh, that was uh, that was a reaction I got when he outed himself as a white supremacist. Like, so, uh, so the game is like and the game is wildly anti-semitic like it's not even it's not a little bit anti-semitic it's not just like a little sprinkling like the goblins are bad like the whole thing with the goblins is bad like there's there isn't a part of that game that's not anti-semitic like it's real bad well. yeah the the game's like hella fucked up yeah. and voiced by and 12 of the characters are voiced by a literal white supremacist who hmm. praises JKR, who got paid for this game, and she literally went on the internet and said that any attention for the game, any of the streaming, any of the pro like, get she money. gets that. She gets money, and that helps her. And right. you know what she does with that money? She puts it she actually puts that money directly into UK politics in an anti-trans legislation. Right. Like yep. the game is funding anti-trans legislation in the UK. You cannot ethically play this game. 
any streaming of it gives credence to the game, which makes people buy it. When you are platforming the game, you are encouraging people to play the game. Mm -hmm. Now, there are people who got free codes, right? And like, it's literally like they are under contract to play the game. Um, That's different. You can also be honest about your situation. Playing the game because I got them. But like, listen, one of the Final Fantasy XIV streamers is legit getting canceled. Really? Yeah, Zeppelin gone and lost her goddamn mind. What happened? She's streaming the game. Is she um is she apologetically streaming it? No. She purchased the game, decided to stream the game, and when trans people went, yo, what the fuck? Uh started going up against those trans people and doubling down and has been also using her platform to harass trans people while also saying that she's being harassed by trans people because trans people are the real bullies. That sounds like a gothics. Uh, Uh, Final Fantasy XIV has a really loudly queer community. Right. That's why I was like, it's not, it's not the game. This is not. It's not the, it's not the the game you should be, you you shouldn't be a Final Fantasy XIV streamer and then streaming Harry Potter. It won't go over. No. Now, and she's she's teaming up with Asmongold. Now, Asmongold streaming it is he's not a 14 streamer. He's a he's a former WoW streamer. Uh, and I think he still streams WoW, but like he's right. not technically a 14 streamer, but he's still one of the biggest streamers. Right. So, and so she's like buddy buddy with Asmogold. Meanwhile, Asmogold's group that he was part of, I don't know, guy just got like in just got dropped and is under charge just for uh being a sexual predator to minors really so i'm really oh yeah that's some otk drama there and like there ain't nobody in that group who's a decent person at all which makes me further go asthma gold's a trash person and you can't tell me otherwise mm. like if all of your homies are f- full of garbage you can't tell me you're not full of garbage and your community is full of garbage i am going like the smell is coming from somewhere. You're not wrong. Not wrong at all. The smell is coming from somewhere. So, like, people be trying to be like, Asmogold's not that bad. And I'm like, I don't know. There's a whole lot around him that's real bad. And I'm not. You you can't be around that and be innocent. And and you can't be also streaming the Harry Potter game unapologetically and be like everything's fine and be a good person. Just just saying. So yeah, so Zeppla, fucking Final Fantasy fourteen streamer. Oh, and because so Zeppla is also like lit from the US but was in Ukraine during the Russia Ukraine war when it was starting, and so I had to like evacuate and so one of the things she was saying is just like i had to leave a war and uh and is using that as a reason as to why like real life stuff and twitter fights don't matter in response to like trans people being like hey don't play this game maybe (laughs) but her response was like i had to leave a war 
And I'm just like, trans people also had to leave that war. I don't know if you realize that <laughs> Ukraine is not trans friendly. And up until Zel- up until the war started and with Zelensky under leadership, Ukraine was very anti-LGBTQIA, especially against trans people. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where you think the Russians are fine with trans people either. Right. There are trans people who also fled the war, my guy. <laughs> yep. I just and the next and one of the countries that were taking in um refugees, Hungary is like egregiously anti-queer on the same level that Russia is. It is illegal. it's they're basically trying to make it illegal to be queer in Hungary. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, people forget that people like the U.S. is fucked up. And I'm like, and they're like, Europe is better. And I'm just like, oh, you shouldn't be quoting these European countries because I can give you the rundown on their politics. And it's not great either. (laughs) Sorry, that's for the uh, uh, blue Twitter socialist. That's for the Twitter socialist TM. I don't know where I'm going to put this in the greater scope of the program because i I want i like this to just kind of be there so people can have a nice um i I need people to have proper ammunition for properly shaming other people and the context for why you would shame someone for this game and what makes this 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 situation much more unique than any other situation you'll encounter regarding the creation of the things that entertain you so I'm, I'm trying to I just like how this isn't part of like the like this isn't technically the official recording, but this is going in the official recording. Oh, absolutely. Um, there is not. I this would like. I want. I want as much material as to why we can shame the people playing Wizard Game as possible. I think it's important that we do bother them. I think it's important that we not let this one slide because you know J.K. Rowling is right there being a troll. I understand if it's like also yeah. Sorry, I I remember how I said I was going through a conversation with a friend about this. Right. So I was I was scrolling through the conversation looking for more ammunition, and this also makes it like interesting about Zeppla. Um, and I I can't forget about this information. Right. Um, because Zeppla is a U.S. citizen, right. like uh, Zeppla is of the U.S. There's actually special evacuation that U.S. folks get that non-U.S. folks don't get. So like my friend specifically grew up in an air in a country that was under the threat of war. And because US embassies have special procedure special procedures when like under duress of war. So they knew specifically that if a war was going to start, that they needed to go to the US as embassy because there would be special chartered flights out of, for to get citizens out. So Zeppla also probably had special privileges in getting out. Now, I don't know if she did or not, but that is a thing, by the way, if you're a U.S. citizen, that is a special privilege you have. There you have it. So I, I especially like I don't know what the fuck she's doing or what the fuck she's thinking or who what crowd she's gonna be in, but folks aren't gonna fuck with her the same way. You're gonna get paid by right wing folks. You can find the right group. 
they pay you pretty good for being a bigot. You just gotta find them. Once you find your um, once you find your audience, she's in. that's it. She's well, well. How do I put this? She's gonna have to move she, for that audience. She's gonna have to pull from uh, other avenues. No. I'm not saying there's not right wing folks in Final Fantasy 14. There's absolutely are because by God, I've met them, but they are not popular. Right. It's not a type. Of, it's not the type of game. I understand. Um. Yeah, a game with moderation. And uh, like, listen, I'm not gonna lie. Like in in on my server's network on my server right now, there's a person who people have been trying to help them, right? right. But they keep saying fucked up shit. We had a whole argument about pronouns because I don't even know how it started. And pe and like a lot of the mentors are trans people and are just like, listen, don't even care if you how you feel about trans people, etc. And not when all this is asking is for. Uh, to call like a person is just asking you to call them the way that they want you to be called they want to be called like that's it like there's right. no there's no like i believe there's you're the one who's putting like the political agenda to it like you're like you're the one and it got to the point where they just had to kick him out and at this point this person is on a permanent kick because he can't come in without harassing people He's got so many GM reports against him at this point in time, and he's gonna get he's gonna get like permanent. Like once the GMs get around, like this person's gone. Like they're they're gone. Right. But they're literally in town shouting about like how mentors are trash. It's, it's and problematic, etc. But like is actively harassing people. Of course. But like again, this person isn't allowed any space. Nobody's giving them space. In any other game, this person would have space. Right. This person isn't handling not having that space very well. That sounds about right. Right. So, like, like that's like, like in in this kind of like, like they have to form their own sub communities because they're not. Well, you're like not, you're not welcome. I'm not, and I'm not saying the game's not toxic. There's absolutely toxic players. There's absolutely toxic communities in it. There's absolutely serial harassers, etc. Like that, they, they, that exists, right? But the level of like shitty, you doesn't really like you. You can't be out and shitty like that in this game. And those are the people who give folks money if that makes sense it is so like and i don't think and i don't think she's going to be truly canceled because i've only seen like two people be truly canceled yeah that's what i said you just have to but, it's almost like an audience like i said it's like an audience shift yeah it's it's there's gonna be an audience shift but also, because of the nature of Final Fantasy, there's also going to be a business shift. So, yes, like, yeah. the people that she interacts with now, like, they may still have, they may still on some levels have to interact because that's the way stuff are. But it's no longer going to be on a friendly level. It's going to be, like, a uh, hello colleague from another business company. How are you doing today? <laughs> There's no more like, oh, did your mom enjoy the chocolates? <laughs> uh, I understand. It's more like it's gonna get real icy. Had, 
we have an appointment at 5 p.m. Are you going to be able to make that appointment? Cool. I'm gone. Are we? Uh, no, we don't have to worry about rescheduling. It's fine. <laughs> it It's going to be that. And of course, people are going to be like, how are you associating? And it's, and I'm going to be like, no, no, they're probably not associating. They're, 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 the it, It's going to be like biz, strictly business, no longer parties outside. <laughs> We're not having the New York. You're not in you're not invited to the uh, CNN uh, uh, holiday uh, New Year's party. You can't, anymore. Get, you can't get drunk with Don Lemon. Can't get no more getting drunk with Don Lemon. I'm sorry. Mm. By the way, that's mm. my favorite time of year. Of course. <laughs> I think I get on TV. I think I get drunk on TV. Let's go. That is that's our that's our ancestors' wildest dreams right there. Is this nigga no, getting that drunk. man getting sl- sloppy drunk on TV right. is our and keeping his job. Keeping his job. He in fact gets being, paid more money because he pulled up being drunk. Paid more money to be sloppy drunk on TV right. is our ancestors' wildest dreams. <laughs> Thank you, Don Lemon, for living for all of us. I think there's going to be an ongoing thing about properly providing the context for um, shaming people who want to play a wizard game. They're going to fuck themselves. I, it's, it's so, I, like I said, I get it. It's, um, we're not used to this. Your fandom having a troll actively lording over it like the thing you enjoy, but. Okay, you, you wanted it. I I found I found I found a part of the rant conversation that in me, that I also had to tack away in my brain to tell you because you're also gonna have the same thoughts about it. What? Go. You know, you know what this does? Makes me even more mad about Mass Effect and drama. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> You have you have all of these uh all of these like game review except for the game dot the what is it like the publication called the game right is it the, uh, is it the game or the gamer the gamer no it's the gamer uh yeah. the gamer is great by the way like they've been putting out some they've been putting out some real spicy hot takes and I am here for it there's some there's we're not even into shade territory it's just they they putting out fighting words they 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 were fighting IGN. I'm sitting here like, yes, they put out like two phenomenal hot takes I wasn't expecting from any part of games journalism. Right. Like gut on them. I was, hmm, it was good. Um, but you have all of these, uh, you have all of these publications being like, this is a problem, you know, it's a good game. Like, but they're also talking about like all the issues with the games as well, but still like, Saying it's a good game, IGN is like the most egregious one. But IGN, by the way, is not the only one. No. Um. Uh. But all of them fucking publications all talk mad shit about Mass Effect Andromeda, which was a good game when it came out and still holds up. Uh yes. Still holds up. It's funny enough. It so I consider um Andromeda like R and combat R and D for what. Or Anthem, and it holds up better than Anthem. It does. It it is probably the best 
it holds up the best out of any Bioware game I've played. Oh, it's the best combat far and away. Not uh, even combat, just narratively. I do like it. I would like it if it got remastered or touched up. That game has been kind of abandoned. There are some games that are critically um that are critically panned for really the wrong reasons that get abandoned and no longer get touched up in kind of as the, the normal cycle of remastering, remaking, or visually upgrading an existing game. I, I played it on PC and Oh yeah, you don't need it to be remastered. I play on console, <laughs> so I I need I, I I need it. No no no, it does need a console remaster. You're right. I mean, it just it just needs a it needs a console uh, just a just a, a frame rate bump, which is like an some, upgrade, right? Just a you, Series you X upgrade. Bas- basically, great. console needs to experience what I was able to experience on PC. Um, I am because that game is still pretty. Oh yeah, no, I'm quietly waiting to play it again because I'd love to play it again at 60 frames per second. That would be amazing. So yeah, I'm 100 percent with you on that. Um, I'm. You're, now you got me annoyed because we tore apart Andromeda to the point where there was no more Andromeda. Um, we deserve that DLC. I'm so mad. Yeah. And the greatest the, game that Bioware ever made. What about Jade Empire? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was waiting for it. The game that no, we will never speak of. Bioware, boy. If they could delist, I uh, I would bet you good money that they had sent feelers out about delisting Jade Empire and were told no. Something something went wrong because I the way they don't talk about Jade Empire, they will never. You cannot look up any official discussion about Bioware. They will mention every other game they've ever made, but Jade Empire. They don't talk about, it. and rightfully so. It was um like we don't we don't talk about it either, but we could. We could absolutely center it, and we don't. Yes, I think Andromeda might actually. Is it really their best game? I I feel absolutely fine saying that it's their best game. I think it's top three. So like, I think it's a schmaz of mass of Mass Effect Two, Dragon Age Two, and um, Mass the Effect the reason Andromeda. why I don't think Mass Effect Two or Dragon Age Two beat it is because of uh the writing issues you could still you could you the the you could do some fucked up shit as a player in dragon in Mass age, 2. In dragon age okay that makes sense that's actually and you could also in dragon age 2 is what well, in dragon age 2 as well also i even though I, I also feel like they could have done the smaller scale part of it better. There's just some stuff that there's there's a level of problematic writing in both of those games that you have to go out of your way to navigate to get the better circumstance for. Oh, and, I see. Yeah, you're right. And I am a firm believer that it shouldn't be like that. Like, I, I think it's actually a huge problem. And, and it's a huge part problem with their uh, it's part of why the fan base is the way it is. You know what? I've been sold. Mass Effect Andromeda is Bioware's best game. Ma- Mass Effect Andromeda specifically doesn't do that. Like right. they actually like they they specifically narratively like you can still be a dick, right? Like you can still be a dick in Andromeda. You cannot enact white cis hetero male power fantasies. Right. It's uh... like you can be a dick, but because survival is 
the point of that game, there's only so far you can go. And what I don't agree with as far as you can go, some people also like just want to play a bad guy sometimes. Right. And while I don't understand it, I'm not going to hold the game against it. Um, I don't think the play the player choice in it isn't as egregious to me. But the fact that you can be a whole ass white supremacist in uh, Mass Effect Two is a huge issue to me. Sold. You're absolutely not. You're absolutely correct. Um, I didn't even. I I know what you're talking about as we've talked about both games. But yeah, that should be a bigger strike against it, shouldn't it? And you know yeah. what? It is <laughs> as of right now. It is a bigger strike against it. Yeah, I think um, I think Mass Effect Andromeda's weakest point is the first quarter of the game. Right. After that quarter, it's beautiful. It's fine. And the combat in the first quarter of the game is also fine. It's just narratively. Yeah. It's it's, it's uh, I was talking I will never forget this conversation with uh Dorsey specifically. It's very strange because like most most writers, like most game writers focus really heavy on the first half of the game because nobody makes it to the end right but mass effect andromeda is unique in the fact that the end is actually better than the beginning and there's like very few video games like that because they mostly focus on the front end because most people don't beat games problem with receiving um points this salient right is that i'm on audio so i can't the nodding is inaudible so I have to go. Hmm, okay. Good point. So what you what you should be doing instead of trying to play the Harry Potter game or justify the Harry Potter game is play Mass Effect Andromeda, which is gonna be my ministry probably until I die. Go ahead, stand up, stand up, stand up. Alright, we have an actual program. Welcome to another episode of ADD Space. I'm your host, Aaron Rand Freeman, and with me, uh, the actual host, the CEO, CFO, Chief Brand Officer, Lead Designer, Chief Custodian, Head of HR, and Payroll Lead, oh, and Travel Czar, Elise Bacon Bacon, how are you? Just, you know, somehow I entirely missed the Travel Czar. It was actually Alicia who straight up, like, pointed out, like, by the way, when did... Bacon become a travel czar. And I'm like, excuse me? When did that even happen? Yeah, he became a travel czar. Apparently, um, the beginning of this year, I believe it was. Um, yeah, you've taken to the job so thoroughly that I thought that you were very comfortable with your position as travel czar. Um, I would text you, oh, I'll be there in 30 minutes, or um, I'll be ready to record in um, an hour. I'm going to go get lunch. And you would respond with a thumbs up emoji. And, um, yeah, I thought that that was um, coordinating travel. Um, we really um, couldn't. I really couldn't have done that. We wouldn't be able to get together and record without that level of guidance and coordination. I couldn't do it. So I thought that, like, out of all the positions you held, I thought that was like the one that you really have like stood out above and beyond, um, personally. So. So, yeah. Aha. Uh -huh. Right. So, you've been an excellent travel czar so far. I thought that, you know, this one sat so well that you kind of even didn't even question it, you know? I, I believe, actually, what happened is, is you just started saying a bunch of words and I tuned out. Um, well, you don't, like, 
you know, it's kind of like when you get a sick, put a sick, an electronic signature down, you just give it a swiggle. Now nobody really signs their name, and it's like you're still are on board, even if the finer details have kind of you know kind of told the fuck off. You, you I don't bet you believe understood. that's actually true, but I I understand what you're saying. I believe and, that. Uh, yeah, that's. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to disagree on this, but uh, you, here we are. You um, well, here, congratulations here again. Here we are with another show. Amazing job, everyone. Um, another be, show. Be very proud of Bacon. The work that they do is relentless, timely, consistent, and precise. As always, we have a show. Um, we opened up the show. Um, got talking about Wizard Game. Don't like Wizard Game here. Don't know why anybody would, um, but we went into that earlier. We'll probably circle back around to that. We do have an actual program uh, about actual things. Yeah, I think most of what a pro- program is going to be talking about the Nintendo Direct. Yes, the Nintendo Direct happened a bit of time ago, but it's still of value because of Nintendo Directs are of maximum value. And um, Listen, oh my god, oh my god, somebody had said... They're like, oh, the Nintendo Direct was good this time. And I had to be like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, ma'am. Ma'am. Yeah, that's an incorrect statement. The Nintendo Direct is good every time. Mm-hmm. It might not be what you're looking for yeah. this particular time, but it is good 100% of the time. Nintendo Directs have the same energy as a rock concert. Where um, you ever see a rock concert and the guy will point to a certain section of the crowd and they'll cheer. And what Nintendo does is they point to their sections of the crowd for certain games. And that crowd is absolutely losing their fucking shit. And even if you don't, even if you're not part of that crowd, you have to understand that it's nothing but home runs for the people who want to see this thing. The people who are fans Mm -hmm. of it losing their shit to such a degree that nintendo bats a thousand on these every time if you're not cheering you must understand that the person next to you is absolutely vibrating there's a big anime tears coming down their face because of the thing they just there announced is, there is something for almost every if you're a fan of nintendo products there's basically something for you almost every i'm not of an i'm not a fan of nintendo products and i um love I- Nintendo Direct. You're just angry at Nintendo products. I um I think I wasn't I've just never been a Nintendo person. Like I've the um I like Luigi, I like Kirby, I like Samus, but a vast chunk of what they sell me goes over my head. Um the Switch itself is an amazing product, so it's more than fine. Um but I I'm not like growing up I always wished I had a Sega Genesis instead of a super nintendo and now that i'm older and have access to so many sega genesis games i can comfortably say that i i'm still i still prefer sega genesis games i still prefer sega genesis characters to um nintendo characters so i'm i'm not even mad yeah but now they're on nintendo right so it's fine but i just like it's one of those things where i'm not a nintendo fan and that's kind of the magic of nintendo direct is that they have stuff for me um and i'm like and i go in there all the time never full of energy i'm never excited for nintendo direct i'm never excited for them i'm not for any reason it's just i never i'm not i'm never excited for any of these um announcement 
trailer thingy mabobas. And Nintendo always gets my attention. More importantly, they always immediately get my money. Um, there's always something there that they announce within a month or right after the um, Nintendo Direct is done. That makes me have to then go look and see how much money I have because I then have to give Nintendo money. And um, that's a kudos to them. That's a, that is um, that is a thing. Uh, Microsoft tried it. Um, and the developers conference, I forgot what it was called. Um, they announced a game called Hi-Fi Rush that was available as soon as it ended on Game Pass. That game is extremely good. It's a rhythm game. I play that game. It's a, it's a rhythm game for people who may or may not have rhythm. One of the best designed games I've ever played. Um, it's quite amazing. And out of nowhere, and Microsoft took the thing. They announced five or six games. Um, and they're all on Game Pass, as they tend to be. And um, then one was available immediately. And I was like, look at them look at them looking at Nintendo Direct, giving us a game to play immediately as soon as they're done talking. But to that point, Nintendo never fails. Um, you owe me now $60. And we'll get to that later. I, I owe go, you nothing. You owe me $60. You owe me $20. So the last time I saw one, I had to run and get Castlevania Advance Collection, which I would not have known existed if you didn't make me watch that shit. And um, then they announced, in the most recent one, they've been announced Metroid Prime Remastered, which Metroid Prime is my favorite GameCube game besides the Resident Evil 1 remake. And uh, I had to go buy that, and I was 40 bucks. And again, I wouldn't have known if you didn't make me watch it with you. So um, really, the blame falls on you more than Nintendo or myself. And as a result, you owe me $60. Thank you. No. Yeah, you do. And it's important that we um come to some. You can the payment plan like you do me ten dollars a month for six months. Like I don't care. It's not really you're not under the gun. You owe me sixty dollars, but it's not like an interest accruing situation. You're not going to suddenly owe me one hundred and forty dollars and forty one cents. You know what I mean? It's just no, just sixty bucks. However, you can get around to it because these Nintendo directs they hit too hard, they hit too well, and you really should stop dragging me to them. I didn't drag you. Yeah, you did. I said, hey, there's a Nintendo Direct. I'm going to be streaming it, and we can hang out Well, for anybody who wants to. Um, as the audience would gather from that, that that is um, a very forceful invitation uh, to myself. Um, as a journalist, um, in the name of journalism, uh, there was no way I could miss an opportunity to observe news in real time. And you knew that and uh, strong-armed me. Hey, I was the, just offering friendship and excitement. Forcefully. And that's I fine. Did. There was no force. It was like, hello, would you like to join me? Forcefully. And again, listen. That is more than fine. I understand you're a very strong person in general, very heavy-handed. I personally, I find, I find your strength to be very warm and, in, and creates an, uh, an aura of safety, very, very safe energy. So there's nothing wrong with it. But we're just going to have to understand that you used it there. 
Again, five dollars a month Guys. for twelve months. Again, a year, five bucks. No, no pressure. No pressure. Sorry, my mother just sent me serotonin. Oh, good on your mom. Uh, they foster puppies, you see, and they just got it. They fought so, so what? It's actually more complicated than that because uh, they were just fostering puppies, but then the rescue place um there was a thing that happened and they ended up with a puppy that had parvo which meant that they had to like super clean their whole house and now they can only and like for a a very long period of time because parvo can stay in the carpets etc is that like they they can't have um they they can't have like certain kinds of puppies inside of their place until uh like it's like it was like a year and a half like, because Parvo can, like, stay in your house. Right. <laughs> it stays in the things. Right. And so they can they can have puppies that have been thoroughly vaccinated against Parvo or okay. puppies who have already had Parvo in their – they can foster those. So what they've been doing is actually they've been working with the um, – the veterinary clinics that the clinic, the, the surge, like that does the surgeries and stuff that actually works with the shelter. Right. I mean, that with the shelter with the, um, with the rescue. Mm. And so they, they work with those dogs specifically. So they get dogs who usually have like severe medical issues that have like recovering from surgery because my parents are two older people in a big house with a yard and dogs and have time one like my dad's retired like so it, it it's like the perfect environment it's the perfect couple like the kids aren't there uh it's the perfect environment for uh people to foster puppies they're like they're like the golden people where if you need people to foster my parents are it <laughs> and okay. they got a new they got an adorable they got a new puppy and the puppy's name is um fantasia i'm gonna send you this picture of this i don't know what this pup mutt puppy is but it's got eyebrows and i can tell that my mom put the collar on it because it's got a little flower on the side Does my mom dress up these foster puppies? My mom absolutely gets them like adorable collars with like bow ties and things. That's precious. Yeah. So I just got I got I got text message serotonin of the puppy Fantasia with eyebrows and black fur, and it's a puppy puppy. It's baby. Is it big? Uh, little head, big paws stage. Yeah, giant head, tiny tiny paws. <laughs> Looks pathetic. Oh. Yeah, that thing's gonna get big nose. The nose is bigger than its than its paws are. Like we talk about humans developing, how you know, uh, prepubescent kids look all out of whack, but uh, growing dogs, growing puppies look ridiculous. The things that are bigger than the other look absolutely adorable. <laughs> Exaggerated as well. I I loved uh, German Shepherd puppies because their ears are fucking huge. Like they have to grow into their ears. Like when they're and the like they they go through the period where like one ear stands up and one ear stands down. But once both ears are up, like the ears are bigger than their head. I'm just like, how does your head sustain (laughs) that big of ears? 
And I am also a sucker for any dog with eyebrows. Yes. Uh, I agree. They all look pathetic. I appreciate the, uh, I, you, it makes me want to ask dogs questions when their eyebrows do stuff. When they have yeah, eyebrows, right? I just want to talk. I always ask them what they think of things. Like I always make, I let them smell things around the house. I tell them what I'm doing. I check in on them because I just want to see what they think because they're so opinionated without realizing it. The eyebrows tell so many stories that I totally agree with them. Yeah, no, it looks like like it, it either it looks like one of one of three things. They are confused about life. And who wouldn't be? They've seen some shit and don't know how to process the the I've seen some shit. Or three, they just don't know what the fuck's going on. And I would just like to have a conversation. <laughs> I would just like to chill and hang out with eyebrow puppy. Agreed. So sorry about the I had to had to had to bring up puppy. puppy. I mean, uh, I mean that's like, real. It's good to know about. It's good to know your uh, parents take care of puppies. And frankly, dogs with eyebrows are precious. Uh, misshapen, growing puppies are also precious. And no one would object taking a moment from whatever we were talking about to um, discuss all of these critical facts, very important facts. So it's it, fine. It's a, you know, you know, puppies are another form of journalism. Uh, absolutely. Um, that's, um, you know, puppies and, you know, top ten lists. Things like that. They're very critical. Puppies, cats, top ten lists. We don't have modern journalism without any of these things. So, I totally agree. Totally understand. <laughs> really does. What'd you say? I said we don't have modern journalism. Right. That's why puppies, cats, and top ten lists are hallmarks of modern journalism. Because we don't have any journalism. We, so this is this is why BuzzFeed has lasted so long. Um, yeah, they've been on the cutting edge of journalism by removing the journalistic requirements from journalism. Journalism just seems to be anyone with an audience that has some type of integrity regarding the information that they put out and their reach. Mm -hmm. That seems to be what journalism now currently means. Um, is this New York Times shade? I mean, you can make it New York Times shade. It's 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 quite literally several organization shade. The, the, it is a. Yeah, I, I was like, I feel like we're throwing a grenade in the room and hitting everybody, but like I'm also fine with it. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you know, I mean, we've lo a lot of our journalistic. Like, listen, I get it. It's hard. Journalism doesn't journalism TM in the classic sense does not generate in revenue anymore. I get it. Um, you need to um have a certain amount of seasoning on your words to get people to pay for them to happen. Um, but as a result, our journalistic and our journalistic like pillars and Titans have lost the thread and uh, pretty much just playing to the money, not unlike um, professional wrestling. So I, as a result, you know, the journalism comes from weird places. The odd, um, the odd uh, person on the odd uh, organization person on YouTube, the odd Twitter account, you know what I mean? Like it's weird where the journalism comes from. The odd professional who takes a lot, who values um, uh, proper information distribution and accuracy than the rest of the 
Forgive me for not remembering this man's name, but he's that black guy who shares all the actually good news articles involving black people and not black people on Twitter. I love him. Oh, you should look that up so we can, uh, so I can know because I know what you're talking about, but the name also escapes me. I, if I could, if I could just look it up right now, I would do so. I mean, you know, but Elon Musk's Twitter makes searching very hard in general social media has um you brought it up to me before but it's like there is no real way uh to network on the social media we use right now unless you're trying to like see more ass cheeks and quite literally that's it it's the only new people i meet on social media are people um um trading in ass cheeks and uh yeah very annoying it's actually part of why i'm excited for new social media platforms oh that would be great um because um, more ways to like funnel and like i mean what did somebody say like we need to divest anyway but like the good part about twitter was being able to find information and hold like actually like meaningful conversations i know the joke is like nuance dies on twitter but to be honest like it, it, didn't. it, it didn't no it's one of those things i don't like social media negative generalizations it 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 created preserved and um formed several several dozen really critically important conversations to how we live right now um it's not necessarily um it's, that it, was Twitter, there always that asshole who wanted to go without Nuance. Right. Twitter can yes. get messy, but the value of Twitter is um, immeasurable in forming the communities that we have now that um, represent certain values that we kind of need to survive without Twitter. They, we would the, the net, um, certain nets for certain marginalized people would never exist without Twitter. And um, yeah, it's important that we kind of acknowledge that. I mean, Twitter can be a cesspool, but most things are a cesspool. Uh, the various islands and uh, settlements around the cesspool have value, though. And uh, yeah, right. Twitter is where you find the random journalism, random journalists, just people who kind of care, people who genuinely care, not proper newspaper news people, just professionals who really care about their profession. And what that means for everyone in America. So, yeah. It's very odd. It's extremely... I'm, like, looking up. There's, like... There are several... Almost all the journal... Like, be from Twitter, I found, like... Well, almost all publications are ass, right? But right. I'm, like... I can follow these specific journalists as they, like, go from, like, one publication to the other. I can follow... Like, these specific journalists are very good and put out consistently good content. Right. Um, and, and, like, do really good journalism. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to follow these specific ones for their stories because their work is really great. Like, it's very great. And, like, I can, I can trust at this point what they are saying because they have shown over the years that, like, what they are saying is backed up it's backed up and it's true right so it's one of those things where it's just like yeah i'm not gonna like like okay like this person sucks like this publication sucks but this one writer at that publication used to work three publications back where i found them and they're good 
like I know one of them was Yamachi. Like I think they ended up working at the New York Times, and I fucking hate the New York Times, but like I will read their shit. I don't know. I don't think they work there anymore, though. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. But you know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, there there are several who I like. They were at the Washington Post, and then the Washington Post was just went through a thing, and they're no longer working at the Washington Post. But I'm following them everywhere else. Right. The journalism doesn't pay. It's a bit of a it, it. It doesn't pay to the point where your favorite journalists probably won't be where you met them, and you have to follow them. Or again, Twitter is a tool. A lot of its functionality has been removed by Elon Musk, and uh, replaced with nothing. Um, Did you see the thing about the two factor? Because the two factor is cracking me up. Uh, you mean that you have to pay to use two factor authentication? No, 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 it's specifically for text messages. So there's Twitter was an early adopter of two factor authentication. And mm-hmm. like when it first started, there was there weren't really authenticator apps. You um could you could do it through your phone. So you get like a text message, et cetera. Right. And so like most people are grandfathered into the, you know, they're, they're the text message two factor authentication even though that is currently the least secure form of authentication. Right. Um, so, um, um, if you use the text message form of two-factor authentication, that is going to be a, you have to pay for that at, as of like March 19th, you're going to have to pay for it. Now, if you use like an authenticator app, um, you do not have to pay for two-factor authentication. It's just the text messaging one. And I was just like, first off, lol. <laughs> and I'm like, you're going to lose a lot of people with that because a lot of there's, listen, people are not as tech savvy as they as, as we act like they are. Oh, no, no, They're no, just no. not. Mm. And that's fine. Like, that's okay, right? Um... So you're just going to lose a lot of people through that. And second off, I don't know how this is going to make you money. Um, this is not going to make you money. People are just not going to do it. I thought it uh, was a, maybe, I thought it was a cost. Just pay your bills. I thought it was a cost saving measure. Um, like apparently those texts that they send out, whatever that is, costs money. Like the actual like text. Yeah, message it costs thing. money. So they're, they're making it a paid feature. But that's not going. It's going to cost the money to do that. People aren't aren't. People are just going to leave. Yes, um, you're right. But I feel like with Twitter, the right now, um, the cuts come first. The critical thought about the cuts comes second. Um, things happen. There's no critical thought about any of the cuts they've made. Yes, it is. Yes, there is. It comes from the Twitter users that critique the decisions um, afterwards. Whether they acknowledge it, totally different story. But the critical thought, it does not come from Twitter itself. It does not come from the, whoever's left working there. Um, it comes from the people that critique it on Twitter in real time. And every so often, um, there'll be a course correction, I imagine, because... Um, Elon Musk might have seen one of those um, tweets, uh, but otherwise. You mean like the the ones where uh, they're uh, explaining how to troubleshoot his own shit? Yes. 
for like the person that you still work there is like trouble like telling Elon like this is this is how you fix this by the way. Yes. Cuz that shit endlessly cracks me up. Yes. He fired so many people. I'm like you are Just so fucking garbage. Random people, random ex-employees telling you how to operate your how to run your business when you could have not fired them. It, but it's generally embarrassment and um yeah all this uh all this is um i guess uh, the functionalities of twitter is gone like i always think the networking like twitter used to be very good at finding and suggesting people i should pay attention to um it's gotten a little bit better for when um when everyone got fired they immediately started connecting me to those people that say follow me to get a chance at winning five hundred thousand dollar people those people and then for about oh, a week, I, I got right-wing people. Um, yeah, for, for a while, I got right-wing people. And then I got this one lady who used to, this, like, left-wing whistleblower lady who would be like, guess what? You're, guess what? You're a uh, Republican senator. This Republican senator did this on this day. Did you know? And I'm like, I didn't know. But you're like a tattletale. Like, I get it. I It's useful information to look up. But I was like, I don't know where I got the person in the hallway going, ooh, and then running away. Like, again, the algorithm totally shot. Totally shot. So bad. Yes. But, but, but Twitter does help you keep up with who exists now. Even though, you, you know, meeting new people is a, is a mess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you meet anybody how do you know how do you network in general on social media uh like how you do the thing now like i I genuinely like it's a like genuine genuinely curious like it's just the the functionality is just really bad um all of it it's really bad now they have it separated as well where it's just like okay here's like people following you or whatever they have like the two different sections but one of them just doesn't work so a lot of questionable decisions i am you know i'm still just like trying to figure out where the uh you know where the 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 actual platform that is going to be most useful is going to be uh hard to tell at this moment in time um there i'm waiting for hive to have a browser because that's actually kind of a problem it doesn't have a browser uh yet right right and a lot of people like they you for screen readers and things like you you really need a browser you need links app only does not work right uh, well, we um, I'm trying to think of any prospects. And now that you've actually had this conversation, it's such a a little bit of a wasteland. But I guess we're just gonna have to kind of wait for social media to recover from. There's two prospects. There's happening. There's Spoutable that's coming up, and then there's Spill that's also coming up. Oh, yeah, Spill. I signed up for Spill. I signed up early for Spill. Yeah, I signed up. I uh, reserved my name for Spill. I haven't right. 
think they said like end of February ish. So waiting for that, you know, we'll see. We'll see where, you know, the the people take us. (laughs) Yeah. Where are we going to be at? Who knows? Just, you know, waiting to see. I am a little excited to start off like new on a platform because it also like where is where starting fresh is ass. Um, I also kind of killed my following when I ran a blockchain like not a not what everybody thinks of a blockchain anymore. There's a, a thing that made it so that you could block all of the followers of a person who was retweeting you or harassing you right. without like individually like doing that. But they were a turf journalist, and I don't think a lot of people knew that they were a turf journalist. And I got caught under that, and it killed. And, like, I'm still unblocking people who don't need to be blocked from that. But I also blocked, like, 7,000 MAGA people. So I'm not really – I don't really feel bad for running it. But it killed my growth because it did block a lot of people that need not be blocked. Oh. So – Starting on a new social media platform, I can actually get growth again. Root for us. Oh, yeah, we're going to be, I guess we'll be uh, UN Fridays on things. Just letting it know. Oh, we're not on the things, but we're letting you know we're going to be on the things. We're going to be there. Starting we will over. be on the things when it happens. Yes. Advertising our podcast, waiting for the network to expand. Then finding out um, we, again, can only meet people trading in ass cheeks again. But alas, um, we were supposed to talk about Nintendo Direct. But I really... I mean, we're kinda, still going to talk about Nintendo Direct. You're just like, kind of ducking me, which is fine. I get it. It's it's fine. Um, you're you're just kind of not ducking you. There's nothing to duck. You're right. You're. I mean, it's fine. I'm really like it's really a friendly. It's a friendly debt. It's not a hard debt. I'm not trying to make money. I'm not giving you anything. I don't even have anything to give you. You give me money. Right, and you can give it back to me. I mean, if you want, I can give you back money that you gave me. Like the Ah, next time you throw money at me, I'll just like put. I'll just be like, oh nope, sorry, reject. Send back to sender cash app. Well, that's not, well, that's not, that's not, that's not a plan. You got to do is you got to take it and then send me cash from, send me $60. Once it hits your bank account, then send it back to me. That's the plan. You got to let it touch your bank account and then launch it back to me. You can't just, just, you can't just, uh, you can't just reject me sending you money. You have to accept it. Then send me a fresh, <laughs> a fresh infusion of the $60 that I like, gave you. Nation, you know how much shit touches my bank account? Like nothing. Listen, I'm just saying that that would make it that would make it work. That would make the plan sing. I'm not even saying you don't do that. I was hoping that you would. I'm just letting you know that that's how you make it sing. Is you let it go into your bank account and then remove it from your bank account. Stylish. Okay, so what you're telling me is what I need to do is I need to let it hit my cash app. Right. So I kept the cash app. 60 bucks. It was like 60 bucks in your cash app. 60, so the next time you send me $60, right. I'm just going to I'm just gonna let it hit my cash app. Right. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you $60. Send me $60, right. And then you're just going to reject the payment. I'm not going to. I mean, I wouldn't because you owe me $60, even though we really can't predict what 
uh, is going to happen in this fast-paced global economy. So we're going to move on. The um, Nintendo Direct program. Do you remember anything offhand since you're the... Actually, I made a thread in the Unreasonable Fridays podcast Discord because I knew that this would happen. Oh, well, then let's go. Where is it? Remember, so I was basically, I was basically using the the um the unreasonable fridays discord to uh live comment on the new offerings that uh nintendo was giving us so if you go to the discord and go to the ADD space channel good sir there's a little there's a little hashtag symbol at the top that's for threads Oh, I know how to use it. I'm telling you to look at your own thread and tell me what it says before I start talking about Metroid or just start pulling names from this list of oh, things. Oh, okay, okay. So the things that I found, you, me you, personally found important, from, even though I'm not going to play 90% of these games, but the ones that I found very important from the Nintendo Direct was, of course, Pikmin 4, uh, Pikminaholics, you're back, you have it, it's coming, People who have no idea what the fuck Pikmin is, but like puzzle platformers or cozy like games that make them smile. Um, Pikmin 4 is coming out. Strong recommend. It's going to be a little open world. You can ride a dog. Um, we have volume three of Xenoblade Chronicles, which I don't, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which I don't want to talk about my issues with Xenoblade Chronicles 3 because I still have not gotten yet to play it because I kept. Fuck that whole do thing you, up. Do you have the game? No, that's my problem. Like, I remember there were issues with getting it to your house. There were issues, but because of how long it took to, like, even get the game or get the issues, it, it ran into the other game that I had to play, not optional. Right, but so you don't have a physical copy of the game in your house? I don't have a physical copy. I have no copy of the game. Have you paid for it? Have you gotten your money back? No, no, no. I already told you what happened. There was no money to get back. Oh, I see. Oh, right. You got the wrong game, but the right game. I got my money back, and then I brought the wrong Xenoblade because the covers oh. look fucking the same. Oh, then you need... Are you still trying to get it physical, then? Can, can, can we, can yes, you, can I want it physical because it's going to be really hard to find later. It's been, it's been months. Months. Yes, I haven't had money, and there's been other games... I am the poor Aaron. I feel like um, you can. You're 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 the um, payroll person here at Unreasonable Fridays. Um, you can cook the books. Like I'm trying not to say that as like the person who started this thing. Like I'm trying not to be like officially be like, "Hey, Bacon, cook the books," because that's illegal. But Bacon, you can cook the books. Just don't let me I find out about it, and it's fine. I there you can't. go. Can't the books i'm not actually though i though i can be like hello i'm baking and i need money on payroll yeah i can't like cook yeah. the books because i have no control over the things that have the money you pay your payroll be payroll i literally have no control over the money just just do the payroll thing little corruption anyway. a little corruption is good for the spirit I literally can't. I don't even have. I can't. I don't even have access to do corruption. I think. I think. I believe in black corruption. There you go. Hashtag black corruption. I believe in it. What are you anyway? Um, 
a game that looks quite interesting. Um, I believe it's called, it's a new IP. It's called Fashion Dreamer. Um, everybody looks very sick in it because it's got that very pastel <laughs> like art style. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, one of my homies called it Influencer the Game. <laughs> Uh, if you like kind of dress up sort of stuff, this looks 100% up the alley. It actually looks very cute, though the skin tones are wanting. Um, I know this all sounds very shady, but I actually think it's going to be an enjoyable game. Also, you can enjoy a game. You can absolutely enjoy a game, but them skin tones. Listen, I understand it- Elden Ring, for example. You cannot even make a black person in the game. But it's a phenomenal game of immense I value. What? I made a black person. Well, you didn't. You made a light skin black person ish person. You didn't make black I person. I made a black person. No, you didn't. You can't I make did. one. You cannot make one. You can. You can try very hard, and that person, like, you can make a person whose mom was black and have them in an Elden Rings, but you cannot make a person who, <laughs> with two black parents. No, <laughs> you cannot make it. So. You know, and that's fine. You know, still it can be a seminal title, a game of the year candidate. Listen, I made a whole ass black person whose white recessive genes definitely came through. She's saying that their, their, their grandmother was white, or you know, like some some plantation owner. Okay, uh, you gotta send me this because that would make it the far and away blackest person in the history of. Elementary. Well, you know how sometimes, like in black families, like a nose will come through and will be like, oh. Right, we the descendants of slaves. Yeah, yeah. That's what that that's what my Elden Ring character looked like. Game of the anyway. year, game of the year candidate. <laughs> Not taking it. Um, I'm skipping over the next one in my list because we'll talk about it at the end. Um, so for so there are some games I noted in here. That the reason I noted them is because I saw black characters in them, but I care nothing about the game. Uh, so Tron Identity, we have a new Tron game. If you're familiar with Disney's IP of Tron, uh, there is a black lady in Tron with a very professional updo happening. Uh, very authoritative looking. Have no clue about anything. I care nothing about Tron, but I saw a black lady. Um we have uh, Deca Police, which is a Japanese uh, kid detective game in a virtual world where you're in a virtual world as a detective and you've got to figure out what the fuck is going on and how to make it stop. Um, all cops are bad. The game looks very good. <laughs> fuck the police. There you go. I mean, I mean. I mean that's all. I mean listen uh, listen again, again there, there can there can be ama- there can be amazing games about the cops but it's still fuck the cops I I I I um played it doesn't, it, it's and I'm I'm kind of internationally fuck the police like yes. even though like you know cops in other countries like have different entirely of what they are and are allo- allowed to do no 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 they can go fuck themselves I, uh, anyway. Yes, I played um, Astral Chain. I didn't like those cops either, and they had robots and things on chains and animal bots and stuff, and they were still cops. And No. Great game, no. though. But yeah, please continue. Anyway, I'm glad that we're on the same page on that one. Um, Bayonetta, Bayonetta Origin, Cereza and the Lost Demon. Okay, I fucking love this art style. 
Somebody mm. called it like a uh, baby's first Bayonetta game. Yeah. Uh, because it looks very kid friendly. And I'm just like, you know, I don't know if this is actually going to be a kid friendly game, but it's supposed to be the origin of Bayonetta um, and how things got there. So in that sort of vein, I'm like, there's no way this can be a whole like a wholesome kid game because that just does not make sense. But it is like a 3D puzzle uh, puzzle platformer kind of game yeah, with yeah. Bayon- with uh it's um it's a what's it called it's a pet game what's with well, the action game where you, the RPGs where you no where you control the character but you mostly control a pet you, oh yeah you control the character and a pet as well yeah. i don't know i put that in the 3D puzzle game okay, sort of I've, thing i've, I've heard someone definitely... i've heard someone call them pet games before so I am. Um, I just, I just have to a very the... different definition of pet games. Like, um, I would consider Pokemon kind of like one of the pet games. Or like, there's actually like you fucking take care of the pet throughout the entire game, sort of thing. Right. Oh, I see what you mean. Like actual pet game. Okay, then that's fair. I just wanted to um, ring a bell and see if it did anything. Like, it was something that I was missing, a new way to classify, like, um, you know, like, the term um, Metroidvania and turning that into um, exploration game because the term Metroidvania is annoying. Or shmups, which is a terrible word, being turned into Fucking shooter. annoying. I hate annoying. it. It's an annoying term. So, um, yeah. So, we, you know, you're kind of just trying to see if there was any way to properly refine language in real time, but apparently not, which is fine. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that one. That one. That one is is new to me, Chief. I. Uh, it's good that um they're doing this because I was annoyed with Bayonetta three. Um, Bayonetta three has a very problematic story. If you like the character Bayonetta, if you showed up, the actual like Bayonetta universe was expanded in three, but the character Bayonetta suffered because of it, and um is not fun. I only play Bayonetta games for Bayonetta. And the third game did not do right by Bayonetta, the individual character. To the point where I believe um, I believe the director said he was going to run it back and make some adjustments to the narrative and how the game... Wasn't there like... Yeah, because uh, there was the, the spoiler trigger warning. There's like a whole forced pregnancy and forced like heterosexuality thing. Yeah, she is um, not straight. And she really doesn't suffer and she really doesn't suffer men really at all. Yeah, her partner Jean um, is killed, and um, she is uh, apparently has a a child with um, a male character who's just kind of a goofball the entire series, and is now like a proper love interest for Bayonetta. They have a kid, and Bayonetta cares about him, which is kind of not the character. And to be clear, not why anyone pulls up for Bayonetta. Not a single person who likes Bayonetta and has enjoyed Bayonetta is here to watch her um, be um, attached to or need to be saved by a dude. That's just not the character. So they expanded. They use it to expand the Bayonetta universe fine enough. But they didn't do right by the character and... I was kind of annoyed, and then I saw they announced this game here, the uh, prequel origin story where she is a teenager, and I... Although uh, I don't think it's her. What do you mean? 
Like I thought it was like a, a origin story, but not Bayonetta. Bayonetta. I thought it was Bayonetta's origin story. That's her name. Mm. Yeah, that's a name. That's her. Okay. Yeah, it's young Bayonetta. It's just just her name. So that's her. That's her government. So gross. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like it. Mind bleached that. <laughs> decon deconning in in five four three two anyway we um Gross. Are, no she knows that we don't get to know her government i'm sorry uh i don't i don't disagree <laughs> i don't disagree um but like i said we'll we'll have to take some time to talk about bayonetta 3 separately from everything else because that's like a whole thing and um uh time is limited we will have to sit down because then also i don't oh yeah bayonetta 3 also was the game that got fucked up because i was gonna play bayonetta 3 and then like that whole that whole section around xenoblade chronicles 3 and bayonetta it was all bad it was all fucking i lost a whole i lost a whole month and a half of games that i was that i had planned on my schedule to play and then it just like didn't fucking happen Oh man, buddy, it was so bad. I respect your I respect your will for physical copies of games. I really, truly do. I no, will... no, no. I only keep physical copies of games I'm collecting. I understand. Um, and there's there I have I have specific criteria for collections. It's just Xenoblade Chronicles Three goes under that. Uh, what is the criteria for collecting a physical copy of a game? I, I'll give you my collector's criteria. All right. It's long, and I want these fools having it. I want nobody judging me for my, my things. Wait, what? Listen. judging you for shit. You are trade free. Secrets. You are free. Yeah, I am free to not divulge my trade secrets. Oh, then we ain't telling nobody shit. Okay. We are it. on air. Motherfucker, listen. I didn't know. I thought. Listen, people are always talking about though. There, there is so much um, literature about collecting a thing that you want to collect that I just thought you didn't care. Now, if you care about no, people, I fucking care. I care deeply. All right, if you care about people knowing what governs you collecting a game, then we ain't gotta say nothing. Listen, yeah, audience. Because people don't keep because people don't keep their fucking mouth shut. Listen, my guy. If people are going to dm me about harry potter do you think they're gonna keep their mouth shut about like what my col- game collection criteria is that is true they did hit you up about harry potter that's weird right all right well then then we can skip it we're moving right we're moving right the fuck along right, 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 right. people we, just be saying we, we, we are respecting about like what who they are saying it to or why we are respecting every concept every angle of autonomy here uh ADD space every I didn't know I didn't know that was I didn't know that was a trade secret so you know what it will remain a trade secret that is now bacon secret sauce we're moving along please continue you can you you know what you can do you can just ask me is this a game you want a physical copy of and I'll be like yes and I'll be like and they'll just be like bet or yeah anyway the next game is Okay, okay, so Disney is out here with the tugboat-style animation doing their version of Cuphead, Illusion Island. We got Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, the whole game in that beautiful, special art style that is entirely 100% built in racism. But it's Disney. That's very good. 
I only accept Donald Duck as a womanizer. Thank you. I didn't know Donald Duck was a womanizer. Yeah, there is a um, few classic Disney films um, where Donald Duck, he um, he ain't shit. There's one where he's actually on the beach just chasing around women, squeezing after their ass cheeks. And they do that thing where they have the Mexican women in the bronzer, the white women in the bronzer, and call them Mexican. And he's like, oh, mamacita. And I'm just like, Donald, please. And Daisy Duck is furious. And has more than one. That's Donald Duck. Likes women. Like, we, we, we've now glossed over that. Donald Duck likes women. He likes them far more than he should in a very um disrespectful way so now i only accept donald duck as a as a problematic womanizing character this the donald duck any other way is um incorrect i didn't even know that and i'm like i'm like yes. really into there is a, cartoons there is a there is a know. um there is a hidden podcast uh, that actually dr shigog from uh, dire dog is talking and erica collins the uh voice of unreasonable fridays recorded several episodes of that i should put up at some point and as a result i watched a lot of classic disney singing cinema in the periphery and yeah um, i watched a lot of all of my most the bulk of my classic ones are actually wb ones yes those are the ones i watched i didn't watch disney growing up um but i did watch disney now because for the podcast um so i found out that donald duck um is deeply problematic so, I love this so much. Right, so now I only. Oh, Donald Duck is like Disney's Pepe Le Pew. Donald Duck would be on Instagram, real hard. We'll just say that. Like Donald Duck would be on Instagram, like on that. Oh, shit. he's in the Instagram ladies' DMs. Right, he would be in the. Basically, being Donald Duck as like the famous Donald Duck, he would be in the DMs constantly, making a fool of himself constantly. Oh my god. Right. If we if we took Donald Duck from then and put him in now, he would be he'd be sitting there. He would and it would be ignorant. He would be sitting there. Um they would be all it'd be like Tristan Thompson where like we are like we are like have to talk everyone's like looking at Daisy Duck react to Donald Duck being ignorant. Like, Donald Duck, why are you laying on this woman's ass cheeks in broad daylight, like on camera? Like Daisy Duck is like right here. Like we all see you, Donald. Please please ignorant but that's the donald duck i want now i I refuse to accept any substitutes oh yeah he is very much not that now now donald duck has anger issues it's probably because he's because he's not he's not allowed to womanize in this pc he's not allowed to yeah yeah he's not allowed to womanize so he's got anger issues he's not trying to get canceled so he's mad yeah, he's just mad all the time. <laughs> oh God. Um. Okay, so um, hold on, I have to go through my notes. Okay, so we have Harmony, the fall of revelry, which uh, nigga character alert, nigga character alert. It looks like a novel text-based kind of game. So if you like those games, there is one that definitely has uh, brown people in it. Like more than what there was more than one brown person. And they were th- and, and I didn't really see anybody ethnically ambiguous. So, um, oh, and that game also has the same composer from Celeste. So we're looking at like probably uh, indie game badassery territory uh, going on there. Uh love to see it 
Um, what we got? Oh, yeah. Uh, Octopath Traveler 2 demo is officially out. Now, what uh, my ass is going to do is because I am a ridiculous fucking person is I am going to... If they're doing it the same way where the as last time where the the you um the game picks up like right where you leave off on the demo, I'm just gonna play the demo until the game drops. Like I'm gonna wait until I can play the demo until like the game actually drops, and then that way I can just go from the demo into the game with like a good like ten hour lead. <laughs> That's my that's my goal. That's my plan. You got like six days. Do you know that right? Like, I don't know if you know. Like it comes out like the twenty third or something. Like you got like six 24. days. Yeah, you got six days. Yeah. No. So I'm I'm going to download it day of. Okay. And what about um Tales of Symphonia Remastered? Uh, that is already downloaded and installed on my Nintendo Switch. I'm thinking about just leaving it until after I'm done with Octopath Traveler too. Uh-huh. Because right now I'm playing Pokemon and having a really fun time. I was looking at it. This looks fun. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. Like the game is, I can I can tell already. Like that that game's got some issues. Pokemon's got some issues, but it's also got like a really good special game underneath of it. Uh-huh. Underneath it, it just it really needed just more time in the oven as my best friend ended up saying it's just like it's a it's just it's a little doughy but still edible right like it's not it's not um it's not it's not danger edible like it's still there it's 100% there it's just you know like the cookie's not cooked all the way through and you know what that's some people's favorite cookie yeah um um, I mean, I'm pleased. I, I, I like that. I would love it if we were, if certain games weren't tethered to their release date. But the worst thing is, and I'm not here to complain about games coming out unfinished because that's not really my ministry. I get why games aren't finished. But man, uh, I feel like it's okay to say it with, with game three. I know. They are the. I don't know whether it's dictated by the Pokemon company or by Game Freak themselves, but like this whole two year cycle, uh, have to get before the holidays. It used to be three year cycle, right? Like that's they, what I wrote. That's just, what I thought. It, it needs to end. It needs to stop. They 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 need to cut that out. It, they are too big of an IP, and we're just not in that kind of like space anymore. Where like the game will sell re- really heavily regardless of what time of year it is. They they need to just let the game cook, right? And um, I I'm a firm believer of all of that. Period. Like I I because like I don't I don't want I I have the I have the uh overworked didn't rest enough disease, right? Like le- like legit that is my condition. Uh, I don't want anybody else to have that. And the amount of like you can literally get chronic fatigue syndrome from stress, like too much stress. Right. Um, so like I don't I don't want anybody to be working in those kind of conditions where they can get this kind of illness. Agreed. Um everyone will buy game Pokemon. Yeah, it game everyone will buy Pokemon when Pokemon comes out. 
Um, but I also believe no game benefits from a um, strict window of development, especially not during a pandemic. Like, not during anything. Every, I don't. I don't want anybody to I, like that. And that's that's the entire basis of my. Uh, the games are coming out too too soon. Mm. Like they need to. I, I'm coming at it from a production production standpoint. Also, like. I, I, I wonder if now this is the thing also I realize is I don't know whether it's I feel like COVID's touched every game. Um, yes, it has. COVID has it's COVID touched has it. touched every fucking game. It's mm-hmm. why I've specifically like like normally I would talk about like all oh, these games have a lot of bugs, etc. But I'm just like if you look at any any COVID any game that was in production over COVID right. or like even had QA during COVID, there's fucking issues. Every single one of them. Right. All of them. So I'm at this point I'm not judging games off of their issues because they're all having issues. Right. It's, um, like I think the next batch of games that we have will be a little bit better because by then like what happened is is like people have figured out how to work from home. Like uh my favorite thing is like right now so I you know I play Final Fantasy 14 like religiously we talk about it all the time. Um there are distinct audio differences uh between um the different boss fights and all of the content was done during covid right right like there's mess there's some fights i have to turn my audio all the fucking way down because the voice lines are so fucking loud and then other ones are just too quiet so i have to turn it all the fucking way back up (laughs) and it's like the the sound levels are very different on each one. And it's because like, they're still having voice, like even now, like voice actors are still doing the voice recordings from setups at home. And like, there's just different, um, uh, different like take takeaways, like with the audio production, like there's, it, it's just all messy and that's fine. Like, I don't have an issue with it. Um, but it, it's something that I've noticed. I'm just like, I, it's been really funny. It's just like, oh, look at all these audio levels just be all fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, the uh, Callisto Protocol, a game I actually enjoyed, didn't do well. Didn't wasn't critically received well. Um, it has. I always, t- I was telling Erica, like, there's a moment when you can tell when the pandemic hit the studio. Um, the game is one of those single take games where you're just following the person around from room to room, from level to level, through the door, under the table, all over the place. One take. And then at some point, you just like fall down a hole and they cut to black. And then they just simply pop you up in a whole level. <laughs> and that's how the levels transition. And it's kind of like from the beginning of the game where it's very meticulous in there, like the direction of where you're going, you understand, you ever see a scene where you know the direction of all the action from front to back and left to right. You can put a map, you can create a map in your head of where the scene took place. Mm-hmm. And then the game just starts to fall apart um, in terms of direction and actual directing of the scene and of the scenes all the way to the end where like you like fight the boss in a circle and then like run up some stairs and through a door and then out and then like the cutscene triggers and it's like covid like slammed into the studio and it's a shame because the game is so visual the game was so visually dense that the direction issues look more glaring because the game starts off so meticulous and then at the end of it it just clearly covid something happened 
<laughs> something COVID related happened inside that studio, and they just it it was not the same game they started with. Um, for spoken, totally chewed up. Like I mean, hmm. unless that's unless that's what they were giving us from the beginning, which I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm going to give Squeenix the benefit of the doubt on that one and be like, no. Um, it, Like, there, there's some issues narratively. Oh, the narrative well, issues are fine. But the like the issues with the narrative, I blame the white writing team writing black people right, for. Right, 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 right. But um, the actual like directive issues of the game, how scenes transition, how the camera works, how people talk to you, the, that type of stuff. That's all fucky. Um, and that's always, that's the thing that makes the game really seem, um, kind of undercooked. It's that bit. It's, and then, and it's like, it, it, I assume that COVID hit all these studios. And one, it's one of the reasons why next gen graphics are kind of like the, why, why the previous generation is so tethered to this generation for two years longer than we had ever thought was going to be a thing you know we still have we're still they're still making and people putting games on xbox when they just finally like kind of started to deep to um uh, disengage from xbox one ps4 development sort of mm-hmm. so i assume that it's all because of the pandemic and there's just so many games so i i, I just like i said i don't that's why i said um complaining about games being unfinished is in my ministry there's a reason why something's wrong with the games you're buying now there is a very clear reason, right? And be, and I think because of something like that, they should have delayed the game. Uh, they should delay everything, yes. Um, but I guess you got to make your money back. I assume that that's 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 the problem. That's not going to be an issue with Pokemon. Um, right. But when you now what we've learned about people who like money is that they like their money, even if they have enough of it, even if they will make money. They Either would probably way. make more money if they, like, let yes. me put it this way. They would probably make more money. Yes, if they that is a quality, well-timed quality when you have a known product um, with a lot of public cachet, then you um, don't need to worry too much about rushing it out. Right. However, people who want the money want their money right now. That's what we've learned from the pandemic. So... They want their money right now. You and I understand that a perfectly programmed Pokemon would then sell more copies, but they want their money right, right now, right this second, now, sooner than now. Just put the game out. Ship it now. Ship it now. Don't don't ship it now. Now ship it. Sorry, uh, my brain uh, took the theme from Bop It. Took the Bop It song and put it to ship it now. Which Bop It the toy? Yes. Bop It. Twist it. <laughs> now I'm no, I just did psychic damage to like every fucking command. You obey. Bop It. Gen X. Twist it. If you can't keep up, Twist it. you lose. Once you get your hands on it, psychic damage to every fucking millennial in Gen Patch it. Ship it. <laughs> Load it. 
Patch it. Ship it. Yeah, that's what my brain went. <laughs> Helping. Yeah, now there's an earworm. <laughs> I'm probably going to get hate messages from that. And you would have earned it. Um, I, fully uh, I, would, I, I, I I accept that. If you need to DM me about that one, you you, you can DM me about that one. That's you fine. would have. You would have earned it. Um, you can you can absolutely message me about that one. That's fine. I I accept full responsibility for uh what I just did to everybody there. All right, we are okay. We are we are approaching the end of our program. So you want me to list off the other important games? Sure, drop them up. Drop them on everybody. I okay, mean, okay, 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 okay. Some of them are like super, super important. So I'll just do the super important. All right, ones. let's do the super important ones. Super important. Super. Ones. Okay, important. okay, 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 okay. All right. Uh, August 29th, the Sea of Stars. We have Sea of Stars. The demo is out right now. That's if a fantastic you... game. Listen, listen. Hype, hype. Um. Advance Wars one and two is out in a few months. Uh, we're looking for April, we're looking at uh, April twenty first with both online and local play. Mm. So for all of your uh, uh, fantasy war danigans, Nintendo style, Advance Wars one and two is coming out. All right, uh, we have Kirby Returns to Dreamland Deluxe. Very important. We here at Unreasonable Fridays stand. Kirby. Kirby. Kirby is the best. This is, is a Kirby appreciation the zone. They are the best character. Also the most powerful character. Literally, canonically the most powerful character. Yes. Can't be stopped. Um, you would need to create um, a pocket dimension and trap Kirby in there and make sure that it's currently being watched over. And that might not work forever because Kirby might be able to suck up the pocket dimension freeing themselves. But anyway, um, with that said, um, Sakura's a remaster of Kirby Dreamland, was it? Yeah, deluxe edition. It's got like all uh, fun stuff and a bunch yes. of extra shit. I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually gonna buy that when I get paid myself, because the mm -hmm. side-scrolling Kirby is my jam. So, well, that's right. Um, the the best Katamari Damacy game is coming to Nintendo Switch, and that's we love Katamari. Uh. I don't know if that one's going to have online play or if it's just going to be local play, but that is the best Katamari game that has been made. And the the remaster is coming out on Nintendo Switch. I will require that one because uh, fucking I love we love I love Katamari Damacy and that one's the best. It's so good. That's the one where you can you can collect and play as all of the cousins, <laughs> every single one of them. Um, we love Katamari was basically an appre uh, an, an appreciation game of the cat in the Katamari series. Um, let's see what else we got. Oh yes, Fantasy Life. There is a new Fantasy Life game. It is coming out to Switch. I, I'm super excited about this. Fantasy Life is the most ultimate cozy game ever. Um, it's an RPG where the important thing to remember is that you can do anything that you want, regardless of what anybody tells you to do. Um, that is the entire that is that is the entire purpose and meaning of that game. And we've got a brand new one coming out. So what I am hoping for is I'm hoping that we're gonna get a port uh, from the uh, a port of the original 
um fantasy life before uh this one this one drops um fantasy life is super good if you have if you like it is so good that i would say if you still have a 3ds i would like you should get it and play it like it is super good it is especially like if 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 you it's like you've got the depressions it's it's a great game to play during that it's so good um Oh yeah, the one that Aaron was looking at is uh, Blanc, where you play as a wolf and a deer. Um, yeah, it was one of those games that make you make me cry. Even though apparently, mm. apparently, um, light spoiler alert. Apparently, it's not one of those indie games where everyone dies or someone was already dead or like one of the animals loses their animal buddy or anything like that. So it's like it. It's one of those games that you see and you go, oh, which one of these cute animals is not going to make it? But apparently, that is not the case. So far, it's a light spoiler because, frankly, I'm not the only one that sees some of these indie games and does not want to, um, and does not want to cry. Do, don't, don't want to cry. So, also, it's a pure co-op game. I thought it was a character switch game. It's actually a pure. It can be co-op game. You play two two controllers on one Yay. screen. Right. Very, very precious. Very delightful. Um, I think I'm still gonna I'm gonna pull the trigger on it. Um, do not know when, but I will. Or. For the for the Zelda folks, there's a new Zelda game that has officially been announced. It's going to be uh, Tears of the Kingdom. It will uh, be out in April. Yes, in the sequel to Breath of the Wild. Uh, Breath of the Wild um, is on sale now. Following the Bacon, the thing that Bacon told me, where Nintendo won't put their first party games on sale until they absolutely announce the next game, like give you a track to it. So as soon as they announced. Um, here. It literally went on sale that day. Right, as soon as they announced the new Zelda game, it, it it's still on sale. It's uh forty bucks. Um, if I cared about playing as Link, uh, just a smidge more, I would have gotten it. But I still, I don't, I don't care about Link. I don't. Care. And there is a um new Professor Layton game. Oh, like Professor Layton. Mm-hmm. There's the 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 thing that they said was never happening is now happening. We have a new professor lane. Yes, phenomenal stuff. I'm helping the people. So, and last but not least, we have the new Metroid game. Well, not new. We have the Metroid, which we have a Metroid remaster officially out, and then the next Metroid remaster is on it is going to be coming out Aaron will remember that information a little bit better than me all I know is is uh, apparently the um, remaster of Metroid Prime was I've been ready for about since like 2021 which means that the remaster for Metroid Prime 2 is probably already ready um, apparently Metroid Prime uh, switch the remaster is built on the engine these are the guys who are handling Metroid Prime 4 which has got you know they the production got abandoned and then picked up again by these people who have been working on their own engine and effectively Metroid Prime 1 and 2 remastered uh, for the past few years. So we are in good Metroid hands. The remastered, uh, Metroid Prime remaster, is in a superb, superb game. Absolutely worth buying if you like the uh, original Metroid Prime. Absolutely worth remembering. Absolutely worth um, a purchase. But yes, there's a lot of Metroid coming. I don't want to watch the next Nintendo Direct because they're going to drop that one too. And then I'm getting big. It's going to owe me um, 100 US dollars. And um, yeah. It's 
not really you don't need to really pile in a debt like that it's no one really has that kind of money in this um, fast-paced global economy we're in i mean i mean i mean all you have to do is not strong army into watching nintendo directs i didn't strong army I said, if anyone would like, I am watching this. And you know what you said? I will be right there. Right. And I was like, oh, are are, are you? I'm like, oh, okay. I thought I was, I thought nobody was going to take the bait, which is another reason to join our Patreon so you can get the code for the, uh, the uh, Discord. Fridays Discord server. Yes, that is uh, patreon.com backslash on Fridays, uh, patreon.com backslash UN Fridays. Um, we still need. Well, it'll be good. It's good, and um, then other people can see how Bacon strong arms me into um, watching these things that inevitably cost me money. It's not truly unfortunate. I mean, I don't. I just, you know, I was just like, listen, I just want to. Li- I just want to live stream with people. I understand. That that's um, all. So I that just is. I was just gonna live stream, and I was just gonna be like, we can watch the Nintendo Direct together. Right. And then Aaron's just like, oh god, I guess I'll be there. And I'm like, oh, you don't. It's it's fine. You don't, you don't, you don't, that is not. I'm that is good. not. That I, is. I was you guys, the aggression. Yeah, see the passive aggression. I'll go along with the actual strong arming, and then when I express concern, you then you get passive aggressive. With the whole, hey, you don't have to watch it. It's fine. I'll watch it either way. See the passive aggression there? That wasn't, I mean, that wasn't passive aggression at all. I was being honest. The fact that you, sir, were not listening to passive. my words is not my fault. Listen, um, we'll be back. Um, we will. I've got the energy to be passive aggressive like that. That's so much work. <laughs> we'll be Listen, back. Listen, you know how much work and planning it requires to be that passive aggressive during, uh, fucking pandemic and a flare-up i ain't got it i likely say i don't know how people got it but i do not got it i tell people that every so often i will tell someone something and then they will um assume that i'm bullshitting and i'm like i don't know where who has bullshitting energy it's definitely not me i'm i'm piecing together every single day i'm in no way have the energy to look at someone and tell them some bullshit and go on about my about my business. I don't have the energy for it. Full stop. So I don't. No, no. Passive aggression, bandwidth drain. I think I could be passive aggressive for four minutes, and then I would need to go the fuck to sleep. And then I'd wake up, and I might be tired because then I was passive aggressive, and then thinking about it would make me further tired. So then I would need like a full eight hours of sleep to process being passive aggressive for five minutes. You're valid, sir. You are super valid. Right. It's not. That is um, not my jam and not your jam and not our jam here. Um, but with that. Next week, uh, I will. Um, we will actually now that we've had enough time with it, we do need to talk about Forspoken. Um, not long because the issues with the game aren't the same that other people have with it. Um, and also the Dead Space remake. We probably pull Erica for that one, I think. Yes, we should and will. Um, and the Dead... I have not played it. Oh, yeah, because the PC requirements were too, were too strenuous, which is 
a whole other complaint. I, I, I don't know. I feel like that was just unnecessary and bad resource management because there it shouldn't require the requirements that it needs. Forspoken, I've said it a few times. It looks like a re, it looks like a remaster of itself. Like Forspoken was a very quirky game about a black girl that came out in 2006 and they're remastering it almost 20 years after the fact and they're keeping a lot of the original assets because we all enjoyed how quirky Forspoken was in 2006. Um, there is in no way a game that needs to be leaning on a PC at all. In any way. At all. And, um, but that also speaks to the problematic. There's a problem with general PC console to PC ports. Anywho, a lot of them are of poor quality mm-hmm. and manage PC resources very badly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a problem. We'll talk about, uh, we got to talk about Forspoken. I do want to talk about the Dead Space remake, which is um, so fantastic that I actually do want you to play it when you're done with the RPGs, like not now. But it's probably yeah. I'm in RPG hell. You're. It's just it, I. I'm, I'm in RPG. Hell. Oh, I understand. I. It, I totally like. I'm living my own survival horror game. Like my my survival horror game, which is basically uh, there are too many fucking RPGs to play, and I have to play all of them. Yeah, I've noticed that there are a lot, and I do not play or, as many as you do. Or journalism, and I'm dying here. I am dying. I mean, I don't know how you play. This is the worst. I will freely admit, I do not know how you play RPGs one after the other. You stack them up because they are, they are, they're not, they're not long as a, it's not a negative that they're long, but it's just, you are on this game for, it's so many hours at a time when you have to be a journalist, social commentator, payroll manager, travels are, CEO, CFO, lead designer, head of human resources and a therapist you don't necessarily have all the time to play all of them but i know you want to it's a lot i make i i feel like i make a pretty good dent i think my issue is and i always feel and i feel bad about this because of the whole social media the whole like commentator thing that we've been doing is that it's just like so what are you doing this week uh you know putting another 40 hours into my 200 hour game that is your choice. That is your jam. Some people watch TV. Some people watch movies. Some people read books. Some people play games. Some people play um, all the games. Some people play one of the games. So it's more than well, fine. Also, well, I also know that I like I I do things that like aren't quite necessary, like a hundred percent my RPGs. No. Um, uh, if I now this is the thing I I'm, I'm not too sure if you mentioned it you don't like it when your RPG battles sneak up on you right where all of a sudden you like walk into an area and all of a sudden the enemies are all too strong for you because you didn't level up before you like to be constantly prepared right uh I don't like it when it's too easy but I don't like it when it's too hard I like to make sure that like I am at the like the the fight is appropriately done if that makes sense there's a proper level of engagement like i'm not struggling but i'm not like just coasting through but that usually in jrpgs requires you to grind 
So I grind in between the levels. Yeah. That's and cool. I also like doing like side and there's also like side quest thingies. And I don't always like waiting until the end of the game to do them. I like I like doing them as I'm playing the game because once I beat a game, I don't like coming back unless it's like for stuff that you can only access after the game. Like once I've once I've beaten the story, I like being done. Um, to be clear, um, I think that's and this is something I realize also playing more and more JRPGs as time passes. I think the grinding is part of the narrative. It is. Like, you know, like I think some some Western games will have the combat kind of be designed as kind of like a general like combat rule to kind of pass the time and give you an ex- like a, an avenue for you to get items and weapons and level up. But I think JRPGs, the actual like grinding is when you connect to the characters and it's unique to that genre. Um, Western Western games sort of to catch it when the um, lo- looter shooters long-term looter shooters the ones that succeed um, are very good at that as well as well but jrpgs i think it's, i think it's absolutely necessary that you grind them to get the most out of the you, narrative you have to hone your skills i think it's something about because usually there is an element of character growth in jrpgs like your character grows as part of the narrative and it's mm-hmm. not as believable if you do not grind that character a bit. It just doesn't hit the same. When your character, because, you know, they always have the thing. Whatever whatever signs of growth they make, they talk about it. And it's not believable. But the extra 20 hours you've spent in some field fighting purple cows or whatever, then you start, you were there for that. You were with them while they were shooting at the gym, so to speak, you know. And it just mm-hmm. gives the narrative more impact. So I, I, it is, I would argue that that is 100% necessary. And the narrative impact is definitely has more definitely the narrative impact has more weight if you've done one hundred percent of the RPG that's in front of you, Garen fucking teed. So that all of that is necessary. All of it. You're doing it right, Bacon. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> and with that said, you're all doing it right. However, you're playing your games, you're doing it right as long as you're having a good time. We have fun here, and you have fun there. Until then, till next time, uh, see you next week, and have a pleasant day. Hey, want to play a game that's really challenging? Like what? Like Bop It! It commands, cool. you obey! Bop It! Push It! Pull It! Man, that looks easy! Have It! Sure, it looks easy! Bop It! But it's not! Whoa, it's getting faster! Pull if it. you can't keep up, Push It! You lose! You blow it, my turn. Once you get your hands on Boppet, you're not going to want to stop it. Fast-talking electronic Boppet. Batteries not included. It sounds like those children were killed when they failed to bop it, by the way. Oh, it does. It sounds like they were killed. Like, we're going to go. Like, that got real dark. Like, I was trying to end yeah, the show with the listen, commercial. There's, like, there's, like, there's, there's war sounds. Yeah. There's explosions happening. That, that the child, the, the machine screamed, and then the child was silent. The rest of like you'd have to be looking at the commercial to know that the children survived failing at Bop It. And I didn't maybe mean... maybe their soul was crushed for an eternity. Ooh, that's getting real dark. Like this is not how we. You know, we're just gonna go. We're just gonna go. Yeah, we just have to go now. Okay. <laughs>